Hi guys. Hello. <laughs> what are you today? Um, you know what? I think I'm tired of being a ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. I want to be Mm. I don't know. Madam, we don't You well, <laughs> you've been a mango already so I feel like I can't be a mango. Strawberry. I, I'm allergic so no okay. thank you. <laughs> um, you know what? I am spinach for today. Okay. Giving us the iron and vitamins. Okay, so come on, Popeye. Our, okay, yes, Popeye. Yeah, giving right, you right. Popeye realness. Yes, Thank yes, you very yes, much. Yes, yes. yes. That so is. I will oh then boy. be cauliflower. <laughs> oh, but why? Oh, it's my favorite vegetable. Why? Oh, Charlie, why? Okay. To, to quote you, uh-huh. you know you're weird, oh, right? I know, okay, don't worry. cool. But yeah, cauliflowers are dope. I don't know it's disgusting. So on the last episode, yes, we were speaking about a very heated topic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in uh, to do with Ghanaian restaurants. Yes, we were. We were, right? Yeah. And I put a tweet out mm-hmm. about uh I said that we sh- we need to have a long discussion about customer service here in Ghana. Mhm. But one of the first people that hit me up was our first guest Nanaya. Mhm. And she like she wants to come and talk about it. So I was like, okay, no problem. And when I was doing a previous podcast, she had also shown interest in coming as a guest, but I ended that podcast in two <laughs> episodes. So here we are with a new one. With four episodes, yes, this Ooh, is our fourth episode. By the way, so congratulations to us! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then um, the other guest who's still not here, she's mm-hmm. late, but she's on the way. Adjoa, mm-hmm. she also had a lot to say about the customer service. I'm like, you know what? Let's invite her as well. Okay. And then it couldn't be complete if we didn't call Maureen, aka who, who's aka I don't Baoni know. Yeah, Consult. yes, Baoni Consult, mm-hmm. who's she does consultancy for restaurants and mm-hmm. then like i think i'll let her speak so she's definitely yeah. perfect for this one yeah. so she knows a lot about service industry i Facts. think like she helps train people for Facts. that right so we decided that we wanted to hear you guys mm. talk about it like if you are like a professional then we have the layman here and then we see what your grievances are <laughs> and then is there anything that can be done as a professional so you want to get into it yourself maureen all right Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so my name is Maureen Atsubawani. Um, I'm the founder of Bowani Consult. I'm a customer experience specialist. So basically what I do is I go to different businesses in F&B, retail and hospitality, and train them, help them develop customer experience. I'm excited to be here because I did pay attention to Omi's thread <laughs> on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I chose not to say anything because I kind of wanted to get the pulse on what people were saying or feeling about customer service in Accra and at different food joints. Um, and then I also had the opportunity to listen to the last episode. I have Thank so you much for that, feedback. by the way. <laughs> Why do I feel like it's low-key show? It is. But you know, it's cool. <laughs> so much feedback. So, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yes, your turn. Nanaya, it's your turn. Hi, I'm Nanaya. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did not have the opportunity to listen to the last podcast. And that's cool, too. And that's not my fault. Okay. Why? I apologize because you... Did not send me any link. Hey, well, I posted on my Twitter. I, mean, I, I didn't mean, see. Like Charlie, uh, no, no, the no, no, links no, no, are no. everywhere. Yeah. You know, I, well, I didn't hey. see it, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. You're following the wrong people, then, girl. Yeah. I, I'm following him. Wrong okay, person. So we'll, we'll send you the link. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm following him, so like you know, that's like mm-hmm. a little. Oh, but then I always tweet about it. I, I mean, uh, I guess you're not paying attention, Charlie. Yeah, basically. You know, I, he he spoke about it on Twitter, and I was like, "This thing has been on my heart for the past 
like I need to talk about this because like it's really 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 sad mm. how customer service is like really not a thing in Ghana so mm. yeah let's talk about it so you said you work for the Ghana Tourism Board Ghana Tourism Authority so is an authority now oh, okay they're yeah. not just a board the authorized things <laughs> tell it I but, feel a way towards them so you know. why mm. So wait, what's the distinction between the board and the authority? No, it's now okay. An so, okay, so what does the authority do in general? It's like uh, how you have like the Ministry of Tourism. Mm-hmm. The authority takes out, so they are the actionable okay body of the so Ministry of Tourism. So they go to the tourism. different businesses and make sure they have their certificates and yes, all of that. okay. There's a department for that, so okay. they come to the hotels, mm-hmm. check their licenses mm-hmm. and stuff like that, make okay. sure everything is like. Good. Okay, right. So you're still also in the business, I guess, of the whole. Yeah. She on the legal side. Legal side, yeah, and then we mm-hmm. have. Yeah. So I, be like you and me are the only laymen here. <laughs> I these are two real professionals. And then the one who's coming, the third like, guest. I'm doing my national service, so but she still oh. work. And the third guest is a lawyer. So. Oh wow. <laughs> you and me are the laymen. I don't know <laughs> who were you talking about. Uh, oh, it's, it's just, it's just oh, it's school, okay. School. We're here to learn. We're here to that's learn. it. That's it. All right. Since you have the mic, uh, what is the worst experience you've ever had mm. at a restaurant? I want to hear your worst and your best, but let's do the worst. Also, you're free to name and shame if you want to. <laughs> no, it's. I feel like because these things. Okay, if you feel like maybe you don't want to name and shame, that's on you. Because in the last podcast, some places I said, nah, I'll not name and shame them. But yeah. <laughs> With it, I don't think I'll have like a very interesting story because like I don't really go out to mm. restaurants and stuff. Okay. I I was thinking we were talking about customer service like in general. Oh, we will. Yeah, but I just want to get your experience. But in first. general, I have with <laughs> a particular network. I have. Uh-uh. But like with restaurants, I think the worst that ever happened to me was I think we went to I won't mention the name, oh. but we went somewhere and it, I didn't expect the price on the menu. It was like <laughs> heavily overpriced. I guess I'm not. I wasn't their target market then because like wow, it was like <laughs> like a burger could go for like a hundred and tw- like why what what's in it. Like, it's at East Ligon somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, me and my friends went there and we're like, we're really shocked by the menu. And the the waiter kept like hovering around us. Mm. And then we we're like, oh, when we are, we are ready, ready, we'll let you know. But then he was looking at us like, just order now. But like we took like, because we kept flipping and we're like, what's, what's this? Why? And then uh, we ordered for just a milkshake. And I think he was like really pissed that we wasted his time and just ordered for a milkshake. So he went and brought the milkshake and the milkshake was water. <laughs> Literally. It was just water. It it was base the base was ice and it was just like milk, like skimmed milk. nothing proper but the good thing about it was that we spoke to the manager because he came around Mm -hmm. and I don't know why I have to point this out but I feel like I should because the manager was white Mm -hmm. I feel like usually the black not to throw shade on blacks but like usually the blacks wouldn't really really care much Mm -hmm. about it but this guy came around and he was like oh how are we feeling and I was like I feel like maybe next time when they're doing the milkshake they should make it, you know, a little... Put ice cream in that bitch. <laughs> exactly. And full creamed milk. Exactly. None of that skim shit. No, no I ice. I like he was, he was angry with us. That's why he did what he did. He probably it's, spat in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, that one there. That's well, what like, the manager, the manager changed it for us. Mm. Okay. 
Okay. And was so was it better? Oh yeah, it was. Okay. It was way better. He changed like it first, even though like we had downed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh no! At the end of the day, you're not going to lose out on one milkshake. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather replace it for you and make you have a better mm-hmm. time there, so that you tell your friends. This but not everybody back, thinks like that. Not everybody. No, thinks true. Like that. Okay, so you since you brought this topic up, right? I will ask you because. Um, you said something about him being white and then you feel like, yeah. yeah. Do you think that's a, that's the general trend over here that white people so-called do better management of their places than, than, the, than the Ghanaian people? Yeah, the because I feel here. like customer service is not, I don't want to say like it's not our culture, but it's not like it's not something that we've grown up with and we are like, oh, let's cherish the customers because I feel like every other person selling to somebody thinks that oh i mean if if she doesn't come somebody else will come so obviously mm-hmm. she's not as important to me unless you are like you know very 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 you know uh i've lost my my train of thought <laughs> don't worry it, this is supposed to be a conversation so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I think w- I I'll just remember. jump in here. Yeah. Um, just like one, I'm not trying to be the devil's advocate <laughs> and defend customer service in Ghana because it is pretty shit, yeah. um, to be honest. But um, just in terms of what we're talking about, about the managers being white, yeah. you also have to keep in mind they're more educated. Um, and education and literacy is like a like a really big deterrent when it comes to even training and customer service within the industry in Ghana. What you'll find is that when we travel or we're in, like in America or in Canada, the waiters and waitresses and the, the wait staff are all university students. Mm-hmm. So there's a certain level of education and literacy that's there that we don't have in Ghana. We don't have that. Um, we're not afforded that opportunity to train people that are in university. It's usually people from my experience that are maybe they've done SHS. They might have gone to a vocational school and they're just looking for a means to an end. You know, they don't have the competency to be able to deliver customer service. So I don't really attach it so much to the culture. I just think it's being able to educate people because there are restaurants that have Ghanaian managers that do pretty well, but it's because they're educated. Mm. Um, And from my experience as well, in terms of hiring out, there's a lot of thought that goes into restaurants deciding to hire foreigners. Mm. Um, Education aside, it's a trust thing. Um, Can they trust the managers to do the jobs that they're supposed to do like when they are not there? And when you're working in a country where a manager has so many other relationships, um, I'll just give you a typical example because Omi asked about the worst experience. And my most like the one experience I remember that's pretty recent was I went to a restaurant that is owned by a friend and the manager didn't know I knew the owner. And I actually ordered when I got to the restaurant to go and I left to do some shopping and I came back maybe like 30 minutes later and my order still wasn't ready. So I sat down quietly and I was just like looking around, watching what he was doing. And this guy was just running this restaurant down. Like Mm -hmm. I saw people going into the kitchen, stuffing their bags with food, going out. Um, Like I was literally just sitting there watching all these things happening. And then I went up to him and I was like, where's my order? And he's like, oh, just sit down. We're coming. He was so rude. And I don't usually go off. But I had to, like, I had to let him have it because not only was he uh, running someone's business down, but I actually knew the owner and I know the amount of work that they put into running that business. So it's like um, when I was really reading the Twitter, like, responses and comments, you know, I, I've seen it from the other side. And as a customer, you're entitled to those yeah. opinions. But when you see all the intricacies behind the customer service training and development for each business, 
you it's almost like you cringe knowing that you know like there's a there's an owner there that doesn't know that these things are happening in their businesses and so for me the biggest thing is maybe naming and shaming but talk to the manager first okay. you know if you don't feel comfortable talking to the manager there's other ways to get around it but the like the business owner has to know what's happening and I mean, yeah, that's pretty much my point. Like, education is a is a major thing when it comes to customer service and customer experience here. But I I also feel like shouldn't it be the owner of the restaurant's responsibility? Like, to hire somebody for, to do no, that. not even that. Like, well, yes, that, but to be to make sure that the manager is on their shit. Like, I work with my dad, right? It's it's his business. But if he's not there, it is also my responsibility to make sure that everyone who's working is doing exactly what they're supposed to do. I just came into the game, so to speak. But I can't say, oh, well, there are people before me, other people who have been working here longer. So, you know, I'm just going to sit around. Like, the boss aside, I still need to be able to... Like, stay on top of that. So, you owning a restaurant and just knowing how wild, like, how the restaurant situation always goes and how shit just is reckless half of the time. I feel like as a restaurant owner, you need to be on top of that. Like, you need to make sure that your manager is on point, your wait staff. Like, like we were saying last week, you need to let people know that, yo... If you don't stop fucking up, I will get rid of you. Like, give them that, I wouldn't even say incentive, but give them that push where they know that, okay, I could lose my job if I'm not careful. And, like, the manager has someone that he or she answers to. Mm -hmm. And as the owner of the restaurant or whatever, you need to let him remember that. Like, if I owned a restaurant... It might be the only thing that I would be committed to mm -hmm. because I'd be on top of like I'd be in there all day in a corner mm -hmm. with a fucking hoodie. OK, <laughs> like making listen. OK, making sure that I'm watching you do your shit. If I hear Pim, <laughs> if I hear Pim, we have a problem. Like it's nothing for me to pull you aside and be like, OK, so what you doing? Like it will it, it, it would be nothing for me to do that. But I feel like. Also, a thing that I've noticed is very rarely have I been to a restaurant and seen the owner mm -hmm. there. I can go to cafe. Maybe I've been, let's say, Cafe Kwai, for instance. I've been there. Let's say I've been there 10 times. I've seen Yvette there nine times. Mm -hmm. She's always there. She's always on it. Like, she, that's her baby. And she's committed to it. So she's always there. Tiba Dedo was there all the time Dedo was in there making the teas making the food like she was on her shit so it's just like why basically your friends that are doing it do they have two heads you know what I mean like yeah. you own a restaurant you claim you love it why aren't you as committed as other people are so okay I'll just chip in here mm -hmm. I feel like when that if I'm an owner of a franchise right like say I'm owner of let's take Okay, Burger King. Okay, let's say I'm the owner of Burger King. Now, I've trained my staff, right? I'm the owner. I've come build the building, made the place, blah, blah, blah. And then <clears throat> I've hired people for a specific reason. So sometimes I don't see the reason why I should be there if I'm paying you money to ensure that you are managing the place. Because 
for me like this i'm a working guy so there's certain duties that my boss gives me so he doesn't expect me to come and he doesn't expect to be there all the time because yes he's paying me so i feel like sometimes probably that's why owners aren't there because yes but i also feel like yes you should check up on your your establishment once in a while it's different in in certain circumstances True. right when you're let's say you're building a house okay because mm-hmm. i work in construction sometimes all we're doing today is just laying blocks mm-hmm. i said they were not doing anything special we're just laying blocks mixing mortar putting <laughs> the blo- like it's lit that's it right so if my dad decides that he won't come uh-huh. today because he knows today we are laying blocks. blocks. The day that we are laying foundations, he will be there. He'll be there because we have to make sure that everything because it's the foundation. foundation. If something go, like he will be in there inspecting the sand that they fill the foundation with to make sure that there isn't like a branch somewhere or a leaf somewhere or something that can is biodegradable because then your foundation will now become lopsided mm-hmm. it's a problem he will be on that so you in 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 certain businesses like that i can understand the owner not showing up but this is food mm-hmm. you are dealing with different kinds of people every single day don't let people Sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. It, it just is what it is, right? But don't I feel like you shouldn't give people the space exactly to be able to say these people they don't know what they're doing. Like don't don't do True. that. True. So you know? I mean, I would just like to jump in there. So just like you said the foundation, mm-hmm. right? I think what happens in Ghana, especially in Accra, is that when restaurant owners start up their businesses, they don't think about what kind of customer experience that they want to provide. Okay? And I also think that in terms of the owners, if the owner is not not going to be there, there has to be systems in place. Um, and what we find is that most businesses don't have even like an employee procedure manual. So how are you going to hold um, employees accountable right. to, to be doing what they're supposed to be mm-hmm. doing? Um, so, I mean, Dedo and Yvette are like perfect examples. They're always there. They're there to see what's happening. But if you're an owner that is not able to be there, those systems have to be in place. You need to have your facts there, your checks there. And um, I mean, even back to the education thing, we find that like outside of Ghana, people start working at a younger age. Mm, exactly. So by the time that they get to out of uni and into a job, they have the work ethic that they need to be able to handle their responsibilities mm-hmm. within the workplace mm-hmm. without an owner micromanaging, micromanaging them. Mm-hmm. But in Ghana, you find that outside of university, you're like that's your first job. So waking up on time, getting to work, you know, standing for like eight hours, all of that is like foreign. Like I'm just saying, that's if you why work I said in the, the public. Culture institution you don't even need to be at work at eight so See, exactly so it's like you know like you think about the people that get to these jobs and they just don't have the work ethic when they're there and so you have to constantly train them to get to the point where they can do their job mm-hmm. before we continue our third guest is finally here <laughs> I'm so and that sorry. was that was her voice you heard when maureen was hi. talking Hi. So this is Adra, as we were saying, and she seemed to have a lot to say the about. The lawyer. Yes, the lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer. Oh, Adra, amen, the lawyer. You know. She looks very loyally. <laughs> yeah, she does, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please yeah. mention that I'm beautiful and cute. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, 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 please. <laughs> so, oh, but yeah, she's beautiful and cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, we started the discussion with, I think, their worst experiences, and then we've gone into different these things. But I'd like to ask you, what was your worst experience at a restaurant? Because I think the four things you mentioned. When I quoted, when you quoted my tweet was, I think um, the waiters are not good. 
friendly. Uh, you had that problem again about them preferring white people over the normal local, like the Ghanians. That was everywhere. Yeah, so that was one of the points she made. And we even discussed this in the last episode as well. And then I think you said two more things, but basically concurrent to what we've been saying. But what's your worst experience been like? You can name and shame them if you want. Or if you don't. <laughs> Please no, it's, do. It's a open... Because, you know, one of our guests, she way too nice. She says she won't. <laughs> oh, I'm, I try to be a nice person. Oh, okay. Name and shame. Um, it was Lord of the Wings. Thank oh! you! <laughs> Wait, which one? Eastleigh. The Eastleigh one. one. Mm. Wow. No, but you see, when she said expensive burgers, etc., I understood where... That's why I said maybe I wasn't their target market because, wow. (laughs) Sometimes you go and there's a Benz Park there. So clearly... Oh, but you go everywhere and there's a Benz Park there. No, no, no. It's a couple of Benzos. Yeah. But okay, you... Whoa, let's let's get there. Let's... let's I don't... Worst experience. I I think I can talk about my most recent experience. No problem. So, we differ. Um, there's this place at Children's Park. They do nice fufu, by the way. I think Parkview. And um, my colleague and I go there. How does a place <laughs> known for fufu <laughs> run out of fufu in the first place? Oh, okay. <laughs> Two, they run out of. I think they ha- run out of either light soup or something. Wow. And so I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> let me just order red red for my soul. <laughs> And I'm very particular about plantain. I don't like hard plantain. If you give me hard plantain, I will not eat the food. I will literally push the plates back at you. And I go. And I because I'm specific, I tell them I want soft plantain. I describe what I want into detail. The waiter looks at me and goes like, oh, we have it. He actually takes a pad out to write it. So now these people bring my food and it's hard, plant, hard plantain. And I can tell. Mm-hmm. And I tell him straight up, this is not what I asked for. It's like, oh, but it's soft. <laughs> it's my food. <laughs> I know what I want. Mm-hmm. He goes like, oh, no, but it's soft. And then I'm like, okay. So in the end, I think I just ate like two pieces and then I shifted everything else. And ate the beans. And ate the beans because there is no way me, Adrian Yimnyamo. <laughs> <laughs> My full name has come out. <laughs> there is no way I'm eating hard plantain. Mm. But for the rest, I think I've had fairly nice interactions. I remember I went to Bistro. If you don't, they are very nice. Their customer service is actually really on point. Mm-hmm. They are nice. The waiters are nice. The waiters are friendly. Um, I think Buffy's too. Buffy, I mm-hmm. went and I met her. She's one of the most friendly people I've met. And she's actually there I think almost oh, yeah, all the so time. Again, that's an example so, of what mommy was saying that she's there. She's there almost all the time. She's, yeah, she'll greet you. She would actually cater to you. She'd be like, "Oh, we don't have this, but you know, can we do this for you? Can we help you do? Or if you do it this way, would you be happy?" So yeah. Right. But apart from that, most of them, not, not, not. <laughs> I think once the restaurant people come to understand that with customer service it's like a one time impact mm, on somebody mm, mm-hmm. you can't take it back mm-hmm, so if mm-hmm. you fuck up right there and there it. it just changes everything for you I I will never come back I will never tell my friend oh this place, go here yeah, I'll tell yeah, you this place sucks <laughs> and if I keep telling people this place sucks it's going to end your career mm-hmm. so just but it looks like people still don't care because oh, no, no, I've don't. seen places where you can abuse them mm-hmm. and they're still running okay. that's and why that's why they don't have 
accountability because there's nobody they know people will still come anyways yeah. if you don't come that's why they don't they don't really care much for customer I also feel service like that is a mistake by us because mm-hmm. sometimes we as people or we as customers itself we always let it slide yeah like oh okay we're passive yeah, very sure. passive about but, and, and, and this is when you should too much apathy actually mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so that sort of thing like you know but i feel like no you should make a you should make you should make noise because if you're in a different country right now you're going to come and scream and shout that i paid for this and mm-hmm. i didn't get this so why aren't you doing it here yeah. when but then again my experience is not your experience. Maybe when you went, oh, it was I good agree. for you. I agree. I agree. So, everybody, like I said, we spoke about this. Like, every place has a bad day. Mm-hmm. I've been to, like, my favorite restaurant and had garbage. But I also oh, understand yeah. that this is a one-off. Yeah. Because I'll come again and it'll be good. So, I'll make it a point that, you know, this was bad. This was this. Fine. And then that's how they also know that, okay, today this is bad. Because we're all working people. We all work. Mm-hmm. We all have our bad days. We all don't want to come to work. Some days we don't like our boss. We just want Every to like... Every day. Yeah. <laughs> just in case my boss is listening. I love you, Bobby. You know. So, yeah. So, I mean, those are the things. So, I mean, I understand. So, But I feel like there has to be a b- bigger discussion about this. And I f- and one more thing, when I tweeted also about the customer service, well, it not only restaurants, but it looks like customer service across mm-hmm. board, across board. Yeah. The whole is customer bad. Yeah. She yeah. already has beef with one network, apparently. <laughs> oh, I have a feeling for I know which, Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> And but, the banks. But you let me hold on. <laughs> just in case one I want to work there. <laughs> you know, I just, I just know wanted you to add that, you know, like customer service is a relationship. Yeah. Like customer experience, it's actually client relationship management and customer service. So until we as a customer start giving feedback. A business is not going to change. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's all these watchy sellers that we go to and they offer absolutely no customer service, but they're making their money. So they have no reason to change. Um, but when you go to restaurants, I'm sure it's easier for you to provide feedback at Bistro mm-hmm. because you know that it's going to be received and they might do something Sometimes. about it. Sometimes. It depends on who is <laughs> yeah. at your table, right? But until we really start providing feedback businesses are not going to change because they're going to be like, people are going to spend their money anyhow. And unfortunately for us, we don't have too many choices when it comes to like eating out and like really good places to eat out at. So we kind of just take it like, okay, well, what choice do I have? Um, So I do think that we're shooting ourselves in the foot by going through these bad experiences and then going home or to a friend and then complaining about it, but not really addressing the issue while we're there. Um, I've had so many clients call, call me or talk to me and be like, why didn't they just say anything while they were in the restaurant? Mm. And, you know, sometimes it's a matter of I don't want someone to spit in my food or <laughs> next time I come here, I don't want someone to be like, hey, this girl too, she's mm. so much trouble, you mm. know, like, you know, and some sometimes the waiters are very, like, vindictive. Mm-hmm. Like, they know that you're really picky about everything, so they just stress you out when you go to order from them. <laughs> but I think it goes a longer way trying to find a manager and giving them the feedback or even like um, going online and sending a message, DM them on Instagram. Sometimes the managers are actually managing the accounts. Mm. Um, there's so many frustrations behind the scene. Like I mm. can't even stress that so, like enough. I have managers calling me because, you know, it's not even about the front of house staff. It's about the staff in the kitchen messing things up for the front of house staff. So you're there like this waiter is bringing your food like 40 minutes later and you're like, what's wrong with the service, blah, blah, but it's the kitchen. They're not, they don't have the systems in place. Like maybe someone orders something and rather than running the two orders at the same time, they do it one after another and then you end up waiting. So I think it's the feedback within the business that will go further, you know, and they do appreciate it. I think now there's 
more competition. Um, people are trying to differentiate themselves. Like there's so many salad bars now. There's like way more Pan-Asian places and Afro-Fusion places, sorry, um, Asian fusion places. Um, so the differentiation is key. So it's really about the consumers um, providing the feedback. And there's so many platforms, like there's food bloggers, there's Mystery Diner, which I'm on, um, and like so many ways that you can provide the feedback. So we just need to be more vocal about yeah, it. And sometimes when you do talk about your experience with the restaurant, they actually do like they apologize. Exactly. Some of them like, but some some <laughs> of them. Too. Um, I, th- <laughs> I think then the issue is how can we reach them? Because I'm yet, I mean, a f- very few restaurants have online presence. Mm-hmm. Very few. And those that do, either sometimes it's a sensible person or sometimes very it's a angry. very, you know, <coughs> questionable <coughs> personality. Oh, oh no, Jill. With that, with that, you know, I've had a good experience with them. Oh, hold on. I didn't say anything. mouthing <laughs> <laughs> no. something. No, she said that someone who mans the account is this I'm runs it like a little boy yeah so no but sometimes he's sorry no because like i had i had a problem with them and then i dm'd them <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the person you know, was let's like, just say the Ooh. name because it's just retarded basically i was saying i was mouthing wonder wings i don't know oh damn i'm not talking about them i'm talking about oh wow names. oh wow wait okay i was actually so my i was thing, talking about wonder wings uh-huh, so when she mentioned that there's like an absolute clown running the account <laughs> i don't think the guy is a clown i mean i think i met the order or something i'm not sure but my problem with them is no sometimes they try to act look you're a food place I get it you want people to come and fuck with your business oh. and they're doing really well okay right because they're opening a place in Usu now they already have one in East Legon and they have a third venue as well. you should work on their delivery okay so delivery Time. that's a whole different that's a whole, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a whole oh, different side of customer service yeah delivery is good delivery uh, no. time I think you're the first person saying the delivery is good because you open Twitter and type Wonder Wings delivery I'm not bashing them but I this mean, is the reality that this is the is abject nice, but I don't, no, I feel like time. time is really like gone no because no, some guy I think ordered some some guy recently was like I ordered Kamina. these wings I don't know Kamina and Clifford actually I don't know who, who are these guys <laughs> um, the ones who ordered yeah. who run the place no the ones who ordered they're on Twitter there are a lot of guys or a lot of people who ordered and then they're like, these guys, A, delivered my thing late, like one hour late, and B, they um, they mixed up my order. Really? Yeah. And like, like, you, s- like you said, you've had a good experience. Mm-hmm. But you see, as from what I've seen, I still have not had their wings yet. I don't know why. But sometimes what happens is I've seen like a lot of people bash the place, but there are also people who are like for them, like, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't like the way he runs his Twitter account because sometimes it's like Paul's Ghana. I shit you know because you put like picture of Ronaldo and Messi and say who is the greater, who is the best. It's goat. annoying. See, no, the thing is, I feel like they want to like you know they want to go with the trend and capture the attention of other people. Which but then true. it doesn't that's go that's well. And they get bashed for it. Like yeah, exactly. Come and because they don't do it just in a creative rampantly way. Troll them. They don't do it in a Some creative way. Some trends you know, are not meant to be jammed on. You know what? I feel like if a company like Wonder Wings, if they have a good presence, they should give it to a different company to run. You see something like Fan Yogo or Fan Choco, right? Yeah. They're being run by a different company and they are killing it mm-hmm. on the social media. Like, I really want to go and eat that Fan Yogo after seeing <laughs> the tweets because they did the whole Game of Thrones yeah, inspired yeah, thing, and you see, when you have a team behind you who you are paying to do your work, they will give you, a, they will do a good job for you. When it's you alone, tomorrow if I start running like an account like this, <laughs> see, <laughs> no, you know I will start flirting with that account. Oh, and wow, it's really nigga! <laughs> wow. What do you mean? You I'm what? kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. One of the things is um, like what's motivating them to 
to run their account that way, right? Mm-hmm. So are they just trying to get likes? No, they are trying over? to get clout. Because, yeah, mm. clout, basically, because, you know, the Fan Yoga account, they have a brand voice that they're consistently pushing on social media. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're, like, it's, it's all part of the customer experience. You know, the, if you don't, every single interaction that they have with the customers on Twitter is part of the customer experience. And they're mm-hmm. putting people off. And then maybe some <laughs> people are like, okay, you know, let me just check them. I've never had their wings before. So I don't know if their wings are good. I don't know if well, their delivery is good. good. Before, they are good. But okay. now it's just... It's just I've okay. had them there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they, that's something they need to think about. Um, I feel like maybe they don't have a strategy to their social media person. There is no, yeah. A lot yeah, of that, people that, that, don't. A lot issue. of people don't. A lot of people don't. think that, oh, just because I can use Twitter, I can use Instagram, you know. well, I can run an account. I like their hustle. Like, I like what they're doing, right? They're that every event. They get themselves there. You wondering? Yeah, oh yeah. They're like... At, a lot of these big events, you will see Wonder Wings. All student-run events are there. And I like that because that means you're pushing your brand there. You don't mind taking a hit. Even if you don't make that mean, that much money, right? At least you're there in the brand spotlight. Visibility. Yeah, brand visibility. And that counts for a lot. And I like that. But then you do this and then you come on social media and then spoil everything that <laughs> yeah, you started Yeah, it's like, doing. oh my God, right? what's happening? Like, I remember somebody <laughs> tweeted about who's better, Messi or Ronaldo. And then some guy came and said, my friend, make sure you're young. Tasting <laughs> you understand? Like, Better fry that chicken and stop yeah. talking about football. <laughs> What's doing? <laughs> See, like, the guy tired because he's like, there's no need for you to come and talk and mess around. Yeah, it's it's, it doesn't yeah. matter. Don't like, jump on every trend. Uh-huh. I mean, that's because they want class. That's why they jump on every and anything. Because if you don't have, no. like, a sense of direction and purpose for your social media, you just literally Respect jump on Respect your handle like, smaller. Mm-hmm. Respect but your handle. I feel handle. like maybe if they reach a certain level, then they might do that. But right now, what it's do you very healthy. What do you mean? Maybe they reach like they're like the number one wings place, and somebody's like, you know, Doubtful, you should, you should stop. Hey, hey, wow, Whew. you should stop this fooling, and then finally the guy's like, you yeah, know, but must you like, get to that exactly. level before you stop fooling? Because look, I have been running mommy's taste on. I mean, I am mommy, so yeah, only true. I can run mommy's taste. But I've been doing it for fifth, about to say fifteen years since two thousand and fifteen, right? Yeah. And I didn't say, you know, I'm just going to be out here tweeting reckless till I get, like, my first 100 followers and then I'm going to act right. You start properly from day one. Mm-hmm. There, like, there'll be things that I'll tweet and That's some... That's why follow mommy, but... <laughs> there'll fan. be... Oh, God. Okay. There'll be, like, <laughs> I'll tweet something and some random person will be in my mentions talking crazy. Now, me, mommy will be in the mood to go off. But Mama's taste, you ignore it because, go ahead, talk reckless. I don't care. It doesn't change anything, right? So how you guys were saying the whole Wonder Wings thing, you guys remember when someone tweeted about Bloom Bar and this bouncer situation? and A lot of people have done that. Yeah. I thought that was the most childish thing ever. Because someone has come to your establishment and tweeted something about like get new bouncers or something like that that person tweeting that is showing you that they had a bad experience Mm -hmm. at your spot if you are a if you are a responsible business owner you will take that feedback and have a conversation with your bouncers right you don't let whoever it is that's running your social media account come and say i didn't bring your cv the fuck 
Oh, what I the fuck does that mean? Yeah, yes. something like that. Like, bring your CV then since you want to check our bounce. That's fucking bullshit. They didn't even apologize. No, it's very disrespectful. Oh, wow. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what it is that happened. You, as a responsible business owner, you need to apologize to the customer, regardless of what they've done or haven't done or what your staff did or didn't do. Period. There's no, like, it's not funny. Shit like that. If I shit like that puts me off, mm-hmm. you know that's really unfortunate because I've had like situations with the Bloom Bar bouncers mm-hmm. before, but I went they directly got to with your shoes or the something. owner or the manager and mm-hmm. said, you know, this is what happened. And even when I've had situations with their waitresses, I've gone directly to them and said, this is what happens. And this is why I keep saying that it's it's fine. Go on social media and say whatever you want, but at least give the business owners a chance to like address whatever has happened. Yeah. Um, but if I don't, so you may have access to the owners, exactly. right? Exactly. Because maybe no, 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 the owners stand around. Oh no, 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 I'm I'm not talking about like um, them more. not being available. I mean, because of what I do, maybe, mm-hmm. and maybe because of who you are. Maybe I don't know if you know them personally them. or not. But in some instances, okay, let's say for me, for instance, Tiba, right? I've been there. All the time. So I can go to Dido and talk to her and say so and so and so and so. There's a possibility that a customer might come in and not know who, who Dido is. is. Yeah, yeah. So she's just sitting there. She could be anyone. And so he or she may not have that access to the owner just by even knowing who they are. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't know who the owners of Bloom Bar are, I've never seen them before. This is my first time. And I've come... And I came because I see you guys on Twitter. The place that I will come back to to come and make my complaint is Twitter because that's where I saw you. If someone had referred me to Bloom Bar, the person who referred me to Bloom Bar is the person that I'm going to go and make my complaint to. So in, in the instance, I think this was like maybe in December or something. So obviously, Bloom Bar is bija bija and everyone's <laughs> everywhere, you know. So maybe the person couldn't find the owners. Maybe they couldn't, you know, they didn't know where they were. They didn't know what they looked like. But if you want to be on social media, run your account with sense that's all i'm saying i mean but i still feel like you know this is what i'm saying we Mm -hmm. have to change this mentality of like just running to social media to voice it out yeah you can say it but like make sure like if you go to the states and you go to a restaurant and you have bad service you're going to say where's your manager you know like i want if you're not going to help me out let me talk to a manager why can't we do that here do we know that we have managers Mm -hmm. so let me tell you something in most of these restaurants you are paying a service fee which means you're paying for the service Papa, the service that you're receiving. Right. So, but does Papa listen, have a manager? They they do have they managers. Do. They have they, floor managers. They have like some they have like a person there who's a bit above the rest the of rest the stuff. Of Where is that person? Because I ain't never seen them. <laughs> yes, for the person. But, yeah, that's, but that's my the thing. Issue. I don't my people, issue. Oh, so the people real shit tell you where the manager is. One, one you know, like, and two, my issue might not be with the manager. So if I do have an issue with Papaya, I'm taking it up with the person that I have an issue with directly. Mm. Best believe if that person is a waiter or a waitress, they will not go and tell anybody that I've complained about anything. It's true. You know what I mean? So, but like, they shouldn't be the ones that you would complain. Right. And they, so they, the they managers need to be... To exactly. Yeah. But the managers need to be on the floor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I need to be able to see... If everyone is wearing... Like, Bistro, for instance, right? 
they've had different managers. I have been able to tell that these are different managers because you can just based off of their aura, right? They're sitting at the bar, but like on the side, close to the right, close to the to the kitchen door, just so like they're watching everything. When you walk in, they're the first to smile. When you're leaving, they ask you, how was your, you know what I mean? Like you can tell that a manager is a manager because they're on the floor. In the rare occasion that they're not there, they might be in the back getting something. Like they're very present. So it's like if I had a complaint to make at Vishu, I would make it to the match because he's right there. But in most of the most of the time, I feel like we don't make complaints because we don't even see who mm-hmm. we're complaining There's to. There's no proper person in charge. I get right. it because Papa like this. If you have one bad experience, there's still thousand people coming to eat. Oh, for sure. And Papa is that for you. The consistency has lived there. But you know, you guys were talking about like how um, you you move, like you go to, you talk to people on, you talk to them on social media. So now keep in mind, like even we, like this, I'm part of an organization called Soralio, right? A lot of the times people don't know who the owner is. So they can't air their grievances with him. Now, Johnny and I, or the DJs are pretty, let's say we're recognizable. Even us, our own friends, if they have a bad problem, if they have a problem at Seraglio, they don't come and tell us this. Mm. They come and voice it out on social media. Maybe I'll tell you. <laughs> no, that's between you and I. Like Maybe that's our relation that as friends we have. But even some of our friends also have done this. Like They've had a ex- bad experience at Seraglio. They don't tell us. They go online and they're like, this, this has happened. So our first instance is like like what you said. Why didn't you come and tell me? But sometimes people don't have that sort of access. Not even no access. You're my friend. Tomorrow if you don't come and tell me, but you are the first person to tweet online mm-hmm. that this shit happened to me at Seraglio. Maybe Seraglio wasn't part part like that, but maybe some bad experience happened there. I would feel a bit like down because I'm like I know you, Nana. Why didn't you just come and say like, oh me, this happened? But maybe the other. The other side of it is that maybe you tried to find me. You couldn't find me because I was jamming somewhere in the corner to Godzilla or something. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awfully specific. Oh, yeah. Very. <laughs> no, I've actually Wildly seen you before specific. there. He's actually in the corner. Okay. Yeah, I'm not even so. in any corner. Please, I'm, I'm, I'm always there in front. If you, in front? Really? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop this. Please. All right. Mm-hmm. But my point is that when we... I get the fact that access and all. So, I get it. So, when people move to us as well if it's a valid complaint we will address it if not publicly we'll message you in the dms that yeah this is this 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 we're sorry next time we'll try and be better and we've been trying to do that so i get the fact that if someone moves to an establishment like that your first thought shouldn't be to troll them deal with it mm-hmm. then you, i get it it's pissing off trust me because you open your mention and some guy will come and say this is your place right it'd be junkyard it'd be this trust me i've seen all this shit happen right and i'm like see this is all that we can take from this is as we have to try and be better that's the learning experience because if you react like this it's not going to help us you need uh, a hug after this thank you thank you thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. i mean one of my friends went to a restaurant that i will not name and um, <laughs> ordered, ordered uh, takeout mm-hmm. and I think it was like a sandwich no actually it was a salad and it was a green salad right so he didn't check it you know he gets home and it was literally just lettuce oh <laughs> I mean you said you wanted a green salad <laughs> no okay. that uh, was the broken. owner's reaction I, I feel very sad for yes. him so she like I saw it online and I was like did you no, he actually even tagged the restaurant. So I was like, did they respond to this? Because this is really bad. And he's like, no won't. one said anything. 
Oh. So I messaged the owner and I sent him a screenshot because I was thinking that, you know, maybe the owner didn't know that it went out or there was a mistake or whatever. And the owner was just like, well, it was a green salad <laughs> and this is how we serve it. Oh, yes. Yeah. It happened to me before. It happened to me before. I was at, so um, is it Coco Lounge? Mm. Is it Coco Lounge? No, it's not, not Coco, Coco Lounge. Lounge. Uh, Coffee Lounge, mm-hmm. not Coco Lounge. I ordered for a salad because previously when I'd come there, I bought the assorted fried rice or jollof something with salad mm-hmm. and they gave me coleslaw, right? Mm-hmm. And I liked it. So I went there sometime and I was like, oh, I want the same thing. I want like the jollof with the salad you gave me. And they brought me <laughs> hugely cut cucumbers. Oh hugely cut. It's not like small for me to like be able to eat like very huge Kafra. with <laughs> tomatoes and like really... And weird the, things. Uh, the and worst like, part about that cucumber and the is good thing be bitter. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. and the good thing is I yeah, opened it there. So that's how I was able to find out that, no, this is not this what is I yeah. wanted. And then the waiter was like, there's nothing that I can do about it. If somebody wants to buy this, then maybe we can change it for you. But I'm like, this this is not, I'm paying with my money. This is not what I want. And the money, I think the manager overheard and he, I was like, I explained and he was like, oh, just take it back to the kitchen. And, and I was like, this is good. Mm. Because I was about to be active. Because yeah, I mean, that salad, I wasn't going to eat. Forget that's consistency, it. right? It is. So. But do you as a consultant for these people, do you teach them about social media as well? How to handle their social media accounts? I feel like that's a very important thing. Yeah, I mean, so what I do, what I do is um, we go through the customer journey map. And the customer journey map has different touch points. And for every business, it's going to be different, right? So I try and encourage them to think about all the different ways that a a customer would think about interacting with your business and how they're going to handle it. Unfortunately, some businesses have outsourced their social media accounts. So it's being managed by a marketing company. And those people generally don't know how to deal with the customers. They don't know the product knowledge. They don't know the brand voice. They don't know how to provide accurate information. So you send messages and they're just left um, empty or no, there's no response to it. The businesses that do handle their social media, they try their best to respond to things in a timely manner. But a business, a restaurant owner is not a social media manager. That's the first thing. Um, I generally advise that they outsource it or hire someone in the restaurant that will just handle their social media. So they understand what the menu is about. They understand like what the different um, menu items are. If there's promotions, um, but it's always it's also like a really steep learning curve because what happens is that um, running a restaurant is a lot of work um, for the business owners and for the managers. So they really focus on let me just get the food out there. I want quality food. That's up for question sometimes. Um, definitely the service is up for question sometimes, but it's really just the interaction that they're focused on. Um there needs to be more, and I say this for like the businesses that are like the startups, whether you're a restaurant, whether you're selling a product, if you're an entrepreneur, start thinking about what your customer experience is going to be and start now. It's like the Wonder Wings guy, you know, like, does he want to be joking with all his clients? You know, like, does what does he want to be thought of as when he comes in terms of the customer? Like your brand if, positioning, yeah, your brand positioning, it's very important. your differentiation. Just you really have to start thinking about that once you start a business and stick with it. You know, you're going to pivot and evolve, but you need to dis- like determine what the quality is going to be. And I think with Dedo, for example, she knew what she wanted. She had that vision in her head and she stuck with it. Even with the new uh, Bar and Bean, you can still see the fiber of tea, of tea bar running through the Bar and Bean as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say for like, I mean, Papa Ye is not... 
probably not the best example, but they've kind they've been consistent over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, like their service might not be the best, but the food has been consistent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, where else would I say? I was gonna say Republic, but. <laughs> oh, okay. No, Republic has he evolved. Okay. Let's let's just say it's evolved. I don't know when it opened. There was a whole evolved up or down. Um, I think the How target market has changed. The, no, it's so it's it's kind yeah. of like it's changed in a very weird way because it's I think so if you nice. were here in 2012 and it opened, mm-hmm. the crowd was like all social entrepreneurs, like repats, and like I felt like the conversations going on within that space were very different. And then when I came back in 2015, it was like a whole different vibe. So not to say that it's bad, but it's a different experience. But you see, <laughs> cut that out. Uh, uh, you see, I feel like with any place, right? They do when they start out. They they get a certain crowd, mm. but as you get popular, you Especially you. You can't help it. You have to cater to everybody then. So sometimes then it you feel like I've seen people be like like your your example, like, oh that place used to be cool, man. I used to be really cool people. Now oh everybody goes there. <laughs> oh yo. So <laughs> that's the hey, thing, you can't hey. help it. But you see that's the thing. So yo. even then the place itself, if they still want to cater to a certain demographic, okay. You bring in changes from yourself that this is what I want to do. This is what so that's why nightclubs exist. If they charge you fifty CDs, they're filtering out people mm-hmm. that they don't want. Right. Yeah. Famous example is Twist. Oh, right? yeah. But if Twist the, doesn't charge. No, no, not if you're, if you're a newbie, in, you there, you are you are a regular there. Then, you the sport there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hello. You they buy your ten champagne bottles. I, me this, mommy. Hello. But my point <laughs> is this: you know when I went there for the first time, right? FM knew like I'm a new guy, mm-hmm. so he tried charging me. But then luckily for me, I knew the DJ inside, so he's going, "Oh, this guy be my guy. Oh, he's your guy. Go inside." But any new guy who comes there, they first also give they profile you because they're yeah. gonna see that are you coming to waste time inside or are you really coming to spend money. Yeah. And I get it. And I'm totally on fine with that because one thing I've noticed about that place is they get loyalty pass. Like they are very, they're people, they're very loyal people to them and they're also very loyal to their regulars. And that's what's and important. That, that's that's <laughs> the most Because important. you're a regular. No, but because it should be, sorry, it should be the fiber of every business mm-hmm. that find a way, people. number one, find a way to make your new customers, regular customers, and then be loyal to them, right? Mm-hmm. Find exactly find a way to keep them in the fold. If I know my customers like hugs, every single time you walk in the door, I will give you a hug. And so you know, oh, she's so nice. She mm-hmm. gives hugs. They tell their friends who like hugs. They come through. So now I'm giving you extra hugs. Bonus hugs, side hugs, like you know what I mean. Like, waxy, well, why are you laughing at me? You, no, but for real, like that is what the fiber of a business should be. You need to find a way to make your like. It's a relationship, like Maureen said. You need to find a way to engage them, interact with them, keep them around through the ups and the downs, the ebbs and the flows. If I know, like Tiba went away for a little bit right mm-hmm. they well they're not back yet but buy and bean is a franchise of tiba okay we've gone i've been there three times in the week that i like yeah i've seen your snaps yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean because 
It's Dido. Yeah, no, she values your love. That's what right? I'm saying. Right? And so it should be the fiber of a business. like, And that's why I can't... I mean, it's slightly elitist what Twist does, which, I mean... You know, no, pick your poison. What, that's what they. But it makes sense. That, that's what they want to do. That's the see. I and, and they're I'm allowed not, I'm never to. Ever going to fault twist for oh, that? Oh no, I'm gonna be there every day. Mm-hmm. You see, because they know the kind of people they want. Exactly, no, right. and they're allowed. This, to. And they've told you this. So that's the thing. So again, when it comes back to this, like I've seen twist. You know, December mm-hmm. people line up at three in the morning mm-hmm. to get inside, and it's ridiculous. Could never be me. You see, because she enters first. But, <laughs> But you see, like my friends who are regulars there, they've always told me that even <laughs> even if it's December, come rain or shine, hellfire, snow, they nothing, will they will enter and they will be valued first. Because remember, at the end of the day, January to December, they're there every weekend. Mm-hmm. If not every weekend, every two weekends, mm-hmm. I'm at your venue. Mm-hmm. These guys who come from outside, in it, in it, in it, we're going to twist in it. Rude. They're, they're so cousins. sorry. No, because I've seen this happen to my favorite venues. So rude. They're you so come, sorry. You come there. For the month, mm-hmm. I'm gonna twist in it. I'm gonna spend a pound. <laughs> See, I'm that place don't give a shit. I Cause guess. even if you're coming, you get money. We get regulars who they come, yeah. spoil the and go. So, and this is what exactly some places do, and I like that. But you see, some places also they take you as a regular mm-hmm. for granted. Mm-hmm. That's because they don't understand that it's a relationship. Because mm-hmm. if they understand it's a relationship, do you know I've been to so many places. The least they can do is at least be like, today the food is on the house. Mm-hmm. No, not even. One. Oh. And I'm and I'm I'm not even hyping myself. I've gotten places so many people who come there and try yeah. just by word of mouth. Like yo, this place is dope. Go there and try it. And they've all had good experiences. But anyways, I can't read it. Okay, so you <laughs> made <laughs> you made uh, like a comment. Yeah. So I remember maybe maybe a year or two or something ago, there was this screenshot of someone's post off of Facebook, mm-hmm. and I saw it on Twitter, and she was basically saying, "Oh, you know, I used to. I don't remember what what, what restaurant it was that she was at, but let's just say it's like." Whatever. So she went to this restaurant and she saw someone that she considered not her class. And she, yeah, and she made a whole, yeah, she made a whole post about it. And she was like, I'm never coming. I'm, this is my California voice. I'm never coming back here because I'm literally (laughs) never going to come back here because like, Everyone here it's is like so <laughs> substandard, and I like no. That was legit. The I'm like, ah, wow. so wait, so I don't understand. Is wait, it that you, you? So now we must police our eating because, because I'm not you on your level. What do you like? And today, wow, a I friend know. made like a similar comment. You know, my, no, my friend oh, okay. made a similar comment that she felt a way about a spot that she went to because she felt like there were, she felt like there were um, oh. <laughs> members of the society. I I don't even want to use the non bougie people. Not exactly. Just she just. Meanwhile, <laughs> she like she was like she she didn't feel safe with oh, them wow. there, and I'm I'm I was like. You know, far be it from me, (laughs) far be it from me to, you know, police someone's experience because everyone's experience is valid. But 
I was just like, I mean, <laughs> they deserve to eat too. I know. <laughs> no, and at the end of the day, the person you think might not be at your level, he might it's be like filthy real. loaded. He yeah, or she. But like, no. regardless, even if they're yeah, not. Exactly. I'm hungry. I'm just saying that. No, for yeah. real. I mean, like, definitely appearances don't Very judge. Deceiving. But like, regard shit, if I'm a fucking beggar and I've made enough money and I said and today I, I was coming eat... That's the fuck what I'm oh, going to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. no, you know no, what I mean? True. So I just, I feel like tying that back into customer service, people, I've I've noticed that managers, aside from, you know, picking white people over black people, they pick the black people that they think mm-hmm. are rich. They do. Oh, see, they pay more attention to them. Okay, let me just say something. So, I do think that some owners would want to have um, managers that are black or like Ghanaian, and um, I think one of the one of the deterrents as well is the fact that you know Ga- um, Accra is becoming a very diverse city. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna want a manager that can deal with yeah. someone that's from Lebanon and someone that's from Italy and whatever, and still treat everyone the same. How is like a manager gonna tell if I'm black and I'm rich? Like I don't. I, oh like, no, oh, the dress. well dressed. I don't. Dressed. You know what? I just oh. think that if more people were more vocal about things that were happening in the restaurant, if they didn't like it, it would it would make it harder for them to tell. I can t- I can tell you there are days. I mean, I like sweatpants. Sue me. I go places in sweatpants. Right. I've been to bistro in my sweatpants, and they're just as like welcoming and normal as when I'm dressed up in heels or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've also been somewhere else where I'm dressed in my sweats and they're just like, oh. But then when who they that is. speak though with that accent. Okay, and then they're like, they, oh! They, hey. It's like, no! I brought your return. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, listen I'm downloading that. that accent. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, no, it's, it's, it's why. I did a social this, experiment before. Mm-hmm there was like a whole line of people mm-hmm. and then I was going to get a clap sandwich right and then when I went I was like I went to the counter and then I was like my friend was like just switch up your accent just see <laughs> so I switched up my accents real quick I was like hi can I get a clap sandwich and the person was like oh yeah like my order came in quick <laughs> quicker than the people that were there for like good 15 minutes my order came like so quick I was like wow unfortunately my Indo-Ghanian accent doesn't no, give me no, any no, favors I want gloves no but don't even mind you this should not be the case this should not be the case but you see I feel like this thing is a byproduct of society whereby we always give precedence to people. Yeah, and yeah. it's not only in the restaurant business. No, no, no. Everywhere. No, it cuts though. across. It's everywhere. It cuts across. Like anywhere you go, oh, that guy's well-dressed. Yeah, this guy's worth my mm-hmm. time. Meanwhile, that guy will talk shit. Mm-hmm. And the guy who's coming in sweatpants, he's got the brains. Because no. see all these IT tech geniuses, they live in the worst conditions. No. But because their it's brain. human nature to judge people, people. by what Exactly. We yeah, but and when you're working with people in the in a job that requires you to interact with different people you should put that bias aside i have come to you should see. but people As don't you should but it's like something that they've oh. grown up with, with yeah. so you have to unlearn it mm-hmm. to change that, that when way. you're a lawyer look there are people that walk into fm and you're like oh this person you know then you see the size of the brief you see the money coming you're like <laughs> i'm winning your case wow. <laughs> we didn't win you know, 
And like, okay. Small court case. I don't, we'll I win this case like, for I don't you. know why people judge like they... It's like simplicity. It's not on the same, same line, line with yeah, whether yeah. or not so I Ghanias have money. Need to, can, I, but like, Ghanias think that if I'm simple... Then yeah, she must not have a lot. Then but just they want funny. you to dress shepherd. And bad and bougie. And it comes you know? out wrong. <laughs> come and come and dripping yeah. with girls like yeah, but I'm tired. It's come not every your, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's that. No, yeah, they yeah. expect you with the clinging chains yeah. and aluminium. You know, that's what I would say. Self-imposed slavery. It's too much. Yeah, right. Wait, you just. Just much. Much. Okay, wait, okay, so, but uh-huh. we've talked about our bad experiences and no one has said anything oh, about their good, good experience. Okay. Oh, I mentioned. I mean, she did. She mentioned it, it was kind of, kind of good. Okay. Okay, then you <laughs> mean like have, a really good experience? Yeah, All right, like, Maureen, go for it. Yeah. Uh oh. I, I need some time to think <laughs> about it. Oh, wow. So let, me come, let, let, let it come back to me. Must be bad. <laughs> No, I just like I need to think. About no, I feel like you with you, pleasing you will be a little too difficult because like it's like you're you checking everything. You no, you know what? It's not that difficult to like. I I try to be fair, okay. But the thing is, the reason why I have to think about it is because I'm constantly problem solving. Yeah. I'm not going into businesses that have it together. I'm constantly going into businesses that don't have it together. So I need to like really think about. You know, what I'm saying that, like when you are like chilled and you're just going out to eat and you're not even working. You'd like pleasing would be a little I don't difficult think because so. never not like, working. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm never not working. Because in your mind, you'd be like, the, like you'd be thinking yeah. to every single thing. No, so. when I'm going to eat, I don't think about work. But um, I think do, I think about the wow. food that I'm about to eat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, oh really, Omi? No. <laughs> no. It's, it's all fun and let's, games. Let's, yeah, let's, let's stay focused, okay? Remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I generally. I don't I'm not overly critical um, d- it depends on where I am if if I find that the waiter or the waitress is receptive to any kind of feedback then I will give it to them like if I ask something about something on the menu and you can't tell me I'll be like I don't know how don't you know what you're <laughs> serving like I'll ask you politely and then maybe I might bring it up with the owner or the manager later but good experiences let someone else talk I need to think about this <laughs> oh. I already, I already said it. Like I do, I barely go out to eat anyway. So your good experience was the milkshake experience. Oh, I barely go out to eat. So that bad experience turned into a good experience. But Capitol is good for me. Every time I go there, like it's it's, good for you. Yeah, it's good to. Mommy, what about you? Hold on, actually, let's go to Adwa. You haven't spoken at all, so let's. let's Um, I think the first time I went, the one place that has been consistent is Vidai. Vidai. Mm They are very okay, consistent. Stop saying that they are South African thing. That when you enter David, <laughs> I think it's Portuguese. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. but then they, I, I didn't they are customer they service. So when you the enter, they, they shout something. Oh wow! Oh, really? yeah. Okay, right. I feel cheated. Yeah, same here. I feel cheated. They say buy in that one. I've heard. Yeah, they buy it. Yeah. I like wow. that. Wow, I, like I feel like, very I cheated there, now. They stopped. But then I think their customer service has been consistent. You go there, your food comes on time. They get your order right. Um, my colleague orders and they bring to the office. The order is always right. They don't waste time. So for them, consistency. I just don't understand the jollof end. But mm. we'll oh. let it slide. Jollof, please. Some places you have to understand. That. That's I, don't, I don't understand why it's even on the menu. It's good, like sandwich, like KFC, not a like, rice what? place. You if can't I want jollof, why? I can't go anywhere. I can't even go home. There's can, rice at home. But I, can I can't get a, a good sandwich anywhere. Exactly. I can get good jollof anywhere. Yeah. But I can't get a good sandwich anywhere. And then, mm. yeah, yeah, so I mean, I would, I think 
I would say good, consistent service is Rockefellers. Okay. I had to think about that. But yeah, nice. Rockefellers is always like, if I have friends who come into town and everyone eats different things, they have like a very diverse menu. They're consistent about their food. Like I know the food is going to be a certain quality. Their service is going to be a certain quality. They have their shisha. Their cocktails are good. I would say Rockefellers. Um, Bistro would be my second choice. Um yeah, I think that's about it for now. Yeah, mashed potatoes is nice. Very, yeah, but you know, but you should I'm try mocha. Skeptical. Oh I try to be very careful about where I recommend because I feel like you shouldn't have to pay so much to have good service. Mm-hmm. And I think in in Accra, we've seen that the service is generally consistent and good above a pres- a certain price yeah. point, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is unfair because anyone should be able to have access to good service. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully that changes in the next few years. But mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> very unlikely. Hey, wow. Oh, there's hope. There's hope, there's hope. We are there. We are here to change it. We are the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ami? Yes. Good please. experiences? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, all right. So I feel like if it comes to, if like Maureen was saying, if I get people and I want to take them out, right? Like somebody comes out of town. Omi, let's go. Take me to a nice place. I, I say Coco Lounge because I've had very good experiences okay. there. I've always had, and I think the waiters are really lively. Yeah, I get it. The birthday thing. The no, birthday we're thing tired gets, of the dancing. The birthday thing gets really tiring. I get it because like five people celebrated. They're like, oh, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's good. I hope they're paying them. Charlie, I've, them I've seen like, it five times in one day. Then you go tired. <laughs> I really but hope they are paying their waiters well enough. Because so being, saying, like, but saying this, right, I still feel like that. this is really good. Like they've done. And um, if, Apart from that, same with Bistro as well, because I've been like four or five times and I've not Bistro's had a nice. bad experience. I've not had bad You've been food to Bistro there. four or five times? Uh, it's a bit... My pocket hurts so after going there. Oh, oh, sorry. No, but they are very nice. Oh, they are. They, they are, are very nice. They are waitresses, waitress. But if mommy will, is willing nice. to take me, why not? I did forget. I got you. Oh, sure. You see? I mean, if you'll take all of us. <laughs> Thank least, you. It's only Omi and mommy, right? <laughs> What's it's, your flavor? It's, it's, what's your flavor? <laughs> no, what's your flavor with Maureen Adjoa Nanaya? Please, 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 please. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Please. I, I found my sugar mommy. You people go and find your own, okay? For the purposes of this discussion, you know, I'm by so. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. I can't. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Food can make you change your sexual orientation quick. Wow. But actually, I had good experiences at Rockefeller as well. Yeah, yeah. I haven't but again, been there in a while. Yeah, same. But you see, again, it comes back to the same thing. The three places that I mentioned are all above a certain mm, price point. Facts. So I'm going to add uh, Fiona's because that place, okay. when Fiona's there, see, mm. she will take care of you like your HR. I would say Chop Shop. Oh, I chop, actually quite chop, like Chop Shop. Chop shop oh yeah, food. Chop Shop is also really good. They have this guy there. The if guy who to, makes the cocktails? N- I don't remember who, but basically if you come say, I'm going to order yam, he'll make sure you order jollof plus the yam as well. <laughs> He's like one of those guys. That's who I'm you selling. need in your business. Um, I love, I was just going to say I love Fiona's because Fiona is one of those business owners that's there and she takes feedback so well. Like she takes it mm. very personally because mm. she wants to maintain the standard. And yeah. you need that as an owner, feedback is what's going to help you grow your business. Right. It's going to help you understand what's happening when you're not there. Um, and I mean, just to like I already met, mentioned, Mystery Diner. It's 
an easy, anonymous way to review restaurants. So if you're in a restaurant and something happens and you want to review it, there's a way to like it assesses everything. Ambiance, setup, service quality, food quality, send it in and the, I'll send it to the business owners. And you don't need to like even have your name or anything, but it gets the information to them. Um, if you want to know, like if you want the business to know who you are, you can send us a message on Twitter. Um, I had an, a situation where someone went to Cafe Kwai and they had advertised uh, bottomless mimosas. <laughs> but the waitress took it upon herself to cut the girl off when she was <laughs> drinking the mimosas. I think she had like three. No, she had like three and they're like, no, it's enough. You can't have any more. Oh, wow. wow. So she she sent us a message on Twitter and then I just contacted Yvette. I was like, okay, this is what's happening. I got the girl's information, got it to Yvette. And then she's just like, come over next weekend. You can have your bottomless mimosas. So, you know, there's always the opportunity to like have a better experience, mm-hmm. but the, the owner has to get the information. Yeah. There's going to be owners and there's going to be owners. Some <laughs> owners don't care and other Obviously. most of them will try and do something about it. Okay, coming to this owner's thing, I was thinking that, you know, a uh, lot of restaurants outside, I don't know how the system here is, but if someone opens a restaurant on their own, they're, they're like the head chef yeah, there, yeah. right? So for them, it's very personal when things don't go the way. Because I read stories about like, you know, all these Michelin-rated chefs and there's a lot of pressure behind it because they have, they have something good on their hands. They have a lot of people under them. So they're in the kitchen working and also running a place at the same time. But is that a common thing here in Ghana? It's just no. like somebody comes, I'm throwing money, I'm going yeah, to start yeah. a place like this. Because because uh, usually outside, mm-hmm. it's like the chef's restaurant. Yeah, it's his dream, this it's thing. It's like, it's my dream, yeah. it's my thing. Mm-hmm. If somebody tells me the food isn't good, it's something I did. So it will You'll be, take personal, yeah. yeah. But this in Ghana here, it's like somebody came to build a place and hired chefs. chefs so if somebody tells me the food is it's not nice it won't really get to me mm, as I'll much just as it would get to, to the, the yeah, I'll just well, so I feel like that's why probably before uh, I feel like that's why these guys keep mentioning like people like Fiona's T-Bar and these sort of places because the owner so. is I think they do themselves right Fiona at least I know she because a lot of the stuff there she cooks it herself and then she trains her staff there so like I'm like yeah so you it. take that personal because it's something you You've are done doing it. yeah I get it um, I think, <laughs> ooh, child. Okay, so I think <laughs> a lot of, I'll say most restaurant owners in Ghana, apart from the ones that we know who, like, that's their baby and this was the dream that they came with, I think most restaurant owners literally in the business just to make money because mm-hmm. they know, hey, people need to eat, so... Let me create some like, and that's what you know when we were talking about yam and pork, mm-hmm. <laughs> yam and pork because people get drunk, people need pepper, people need yam, people need pork, right? <laughs> but I don't like like I was saying, what's different about your pork? Like, how are you seasoning it? How are you even cooking it? Is it everyday frying? Sometimes put it, roast it, mm-hmm. put it on a rotisserie fucking blasted into space do something <laughs> different like let it let it no no real space. shit like let it be exciting you know what i mean like and that's when you know that people are committed i i'll take chef keeks for instance right yo that chef guy keeks i have a lot to talk about him, is right? very committed to his craft and he you know i don't really want to put our business out there like that but we talk regularly about 
food and what can I do to make it better? What can I do? Where do you think I can get this? And where can I find that? And what's this like? What's that like? What would you prefer? What do you think other people would prefer? Like, he's so invested in it. He takes what he does very personally. Oh, he does. He does. He and does. He does. I just wish there were more people, people like, like that mm-hmm. who cared enough to actually want feedback. Like, I remember the first time I tried, like, one of his tacos, right? It was after we recorded, I think, the second yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The first time I tried his taco, I, I mean, it was good, but I told him that... I would rather that the meat was a little more seasoned, had been marinated for a little longer, so it was softer, juicier, all of that stuff. He took that feedback so well and said, like he he explained to me why it wasn't that way, and I completely understood. But, like I said, like someone who, when the shit is important to you, you you require, you, li- you feed off Hopefully. the feedback. Because this is... This is something that's important to him. I want to know if you like the shit that I'm making. I'm not going to make, like, it doesn't make sense for me to be passionate about something and then not really give a fuck how anyone feels about it. Then what was the point? When someone cares about something, they listen to what you have to say. They take that into consideration. They talk to you one-on-one and explain shit to you. And I applaud him completely for that because... It only makes sense. But, you know, like I said, niggas out here just trying to make money, so. Yeah. No, because I'll just talk a bit about Chef Keys, right? Right now, he's like my favorite food person. Uh, because. Well, that was your favorite. I mm-hmm. mean, you're my favorite test. He's my favorite. So, we're <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, ch- kissing ass going on. Around. Oh, girl, Please. no. Okay. Mommy's well, my number one. Where my mind went was Thank you. Sissy, there's no jealousy on this. Back to the food, please. So, Chef Keeks kept calling me for his pop ups that he was doing at East Legon, but I always had a problem because the way my Saturdays go, coming to East Legon, it's like, it's a journey. But I realized that he was doing a lot of good over there. And a lot of people from East Legon were patronizing his things. And again, it's a slow process. You start today, mm-hmm. you're going to get 10 people coming. You're not going to get more than that. And that's okay. Which is fine. And he realized this. Next time he made 20, 30. Then once people knew that this place in East Legon, Saturday, Chef Keeks the is there. A Juice World. But he's stopped oh, okay. doing that there right now. He's Why moved. Oh, where he was having well, it. Okay. And now he's moved to Aviation Social Center mm-hmm. for the past two weeks. So last week he did, uh, on Saturday he did ramen and it was very good. First of all, I don't know where to get ramen here. Like ramen noodles? Proper ramen noodles. Like, and he had, he had four, he had four different, everywhere, all of us were there. Four different broths. He had one for pork, he had one chicken, one beef, and I forgot the last one. So he did all of this and he told me that he woke up at two in the morning Mm -hmm. on that day. So that he could cook everything because he wants everything fresh, ready, hot when he comes there. And I think he had a bit of issues when he came there in the start because, again, it's a pop-up. It's not a proper kitchen. He literally has to, like, do everything from scratch. And I think he faced issues, but he came through. He pulled through, like, because a lot of people who saw our... And he apologized. That's the first thing he did. Which is so, like... That's the first thing he did. He came on Twitter and he's like... Everybody loved the ramen. Like, all of us were like, yo, ramen is dope. First thing he comes is like, I'm really sorry for what happened today, blah, 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 blah. I did this, I did that. And next time, I'll make sure this doesn't happen again. And we were even like, you don't have to apologize. But I get it from his point of view because he promised you something. He couldn't deliver on time. And he felt really bad. Afterwards, like, the orders were coming in quick. But I think the first few orders, yeah, it took time. 
Then this Saturday just just when he did a cheesesteak sandwich. Yo. See, why are you going for these things? I had to. Kindly <laughs> invite you. <laughs> See, I was hungry. So Chef Kicks was like, I, I I'll be there. Too, I'll so. call. Oh, don't worry, I'll call. Mm-hmm. Chef Kicks okay, was I like, I feel like they don't really see your tweets. Yeah, I tell you. I mean, I, I do. Understand. No, some of us don't be sleeping on Twitter like that. None no. of us be wow. sleeping on Twitter. Wow. So, what? Wait. Oh, what was I, 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 I trying to say about us? Shade. Shade. But anyways, so I was so hungry that day. And he's like, he's coming there by 2.30 to start. I reached that like 1.55. And I'm like, wow. where are you? <laughs> and he's like, yo, I'm like, if you don't come here, I'll come to burn your braids. Whoa. So your guy's like, I beg, I beg. Are they come right now? So he comes there. Pulls up, gets everything there, gets the like the salad, the sauces, etc. Makes me a really dope ass sandwich. And then I was hungry, so I was like, give me a half a sandwich. And he gave it to me on the house. He's like, early bird discount. I was like, see, now I'm going to value this because I'm going to be like, and I'll, nowadays I'm like telling people go there because I've tried it for myself. So I know it's not hype. It is legit really good. And I gave him again feedback, right? Uh, I felt like he needed spice because the one thing missing in that was spice. And then somebody else also said that. So he's like, next time I do this now, I'm going to have a spice component. Mm-hmm. If maybe you don't like spice, I'll okay. give you on the side. Yeah, but at least... No, for some, for him, he feels like a cheesesteak should not have spice. Yeah. Maybe I that's the, the way you should way. eat. Mm-hmm. But me, I'm, I'm like Indian Ghanaian. So I need my spice. <laughs> if I don't get Two my pepper, that's it. Like, I know, I'm, and he did like, I think he sold out that night. Like, yeah, he sold it out. So... But you know, if you tell people come at 2.30, somebody will come at 5 also. Mm-hmm. He was literally being like, if you can get all your friends to come now and finish my sandwiches, I'll go home and sleep. Because <laughs> again, he, he gets up like 2 or 3 in the morning to do this, right? That's commitment, bro. And he, yeah, see, he doesn't even, see, he doesn't, he has a job already. He has a job. He's working already. He doesn't need to do these pop-ups. He loves it. But he he loves lo- it, yeah. Yo, he loves cooking. So yesterday he asked me, uh, I should recommend him a place to have dinner. So I said tip-top Chinese, right? And your man went there, I think he had like six, seven dishes and he was just constantly DMing me. I can taste this. There were pepper bombs in my mouth. And I was just feeling happy. Like, see, this guy really enjoyed the food. And he tries to bring that experience to you as well. So, yeah. yeah. So, shout out to my guy, uh, Chef Keeks. Just Kicks. call me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, this uh, Saturday, I'll just plug him since we're talking about him. He's doing uh, linguine and garlic bread. And he's oh, got... And the garlic bread is not like some regular garlic bread. He's doing like this basil mm. and like a Don't bit of lemon much, inside. We'll and like, be in yeah. there. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be all so about So I'm hoping to see you guys there. What time, please? Uh, <laughs> he'll, I can't see. He'll probably start at 2.30, I think. So, oh, yeah. shoot. Definitely so get your friends as well. Just oh. no, it's like lunch. So literally, I'm just gonna have lunch Does there. Does he deliver? Because oh. I'll be waiting. No, 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 no. So you have to come on a then. Saturday. Yeah, I work at Live FM on Saturdays. Oh, oh come on, hey, radio. Okay, okay. Hey. radio. Stone Boy, Christy Arthur. <laughs> you know, like the, today was crazy. All the stations were talking about it. Oh, that one there, see, that'll be different beef. We're not talking as about that. As long as we're not eating that, yeah, we're, we're not talking, talking about, about that beef. But Facts. I feel like, um. On the issue of receiving feedback, Ghanaian culture is such that when somebody gives you feedback, it's perceived as negative. Mm. So, hey, they want to pull me down, <laughs> PhD. Mm. No, fam, your food really isn't that nice. And this is not even mu- this is not food related. I remember when my fr- I made my I, I love music, so anytime I get a new artist, <laughs> like definitely listen to this artist listen to this person listen to the so I went I'm all in university I was in like level 300 400 I'm all excited I go to my friend I'm like yo Terry this is a dope art mm-hmm. and then Terry listens to me and goes like mm, they could have done this better and me being a loving caring friend goes to tell this musician and then the first thing is do you know the pro- the work that went into it the process I'm like I'm not even 
I found it dope. I'm just carrying somebody's mm, experience yeah. because I think that it's important. And it was like, no, there was work. He doesn't understand the music. I'm like, if you okay. get defensive, right? I feel like sometimes, okay, you might really actually have put in a lot of hard work. So if you hear that criticism, you really be like, what the fuck else should yeah. I do? But I feel like you should still not get defensive. You just yeah, be like, listen. all right, I've because heard you. You're not you. the one listening to the music. You're not the one eating, eating the food. food. Somebody else is doing that for you. So you yeah. To. So, but then that's it. So, all right. so I think it. we've literally spoken for like a long time. Like 35 wa- hours. <laughs> so wa- Waxy like literally left the studio. <laughs> we've just taken Came over. Came back to Yeah. So yeah. So I think this was a really interesting conversation. Thank you all for coming on our podcast. Yes, yes. Thank and I think mommy me. said she had a I do. Mommy Stace has a little announcement to make. Let's go for it. Mommy Stace will be hold, holding, hosting, whatever, her first event. Okay. In July. Okay. Yes. So why the sexy voice? Do you know mommy? All the time. <laughs> this is my sexy robot voice, by the way. <laughs> um, yes. So Mommy Stace will be hosting her first event in July. It's um, basically a dinner party. Okay. Because I've always, of course, I mean, what else is important? (laughs) So it's a dinner party. um, But the twist is it's a a talk dinner party. Mm -hmm. So there will be a specific topic. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is just yet. But it'll be a specific topic and we'll have actual professionals that are in that field. field at the dinner party so we can have a conversation around the table everyone who will be attending will be able to talk and air their grievances and all of that so look out for all the posts and the videos and the photos and all the shit that I'm, I'm assuming this will be limited out. number of seats as well right um yeah all right but y'all can still come. Don't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean don't be afraid, though. If you want to come, come. My, don't. See, as for me, my table is already set. My <laughs> chair is already set. So if yes, you don't call me, yes. you and I, we get you know, busy. Uh, so. Please, sorry. Mm. How? Mm. Yeah, so, you know, first event. I'm very nervous, but I'm also very excited. So, you know, be gentle with me. And, yeah. I, Came sure you're so not, wrong. Yeah, I like this. Is, <laughs> not nasty, Damn. No, you know, is, this is exactly what I thought about. Sometimes I'm just, nervous. Oh I'm my excited. God. This Be isn't my first me. time at the rodeo. Hey, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, thank yeah, you so, so much. Thank you so much, Maureen, Nanaya, and Adra Ooh. for coming through on our podcast and talking about this you uh, topic. Amazing. You guys are really amazing. You and the three of them have come from work, I think, and like, yeah, uh, like, yeah, you yeah, try yeah, for yeah. us. Really try. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. Yeah, I can imagine. Yes, I'm also hungry. So yeah, let's just yeah, see. Uh, 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 wow, you. Oh yeah. yeah so okay, so we'll go somewhere. To I don't live mind. A hey. Oh, not me. So Mm-mm. thank you so much right. for this, and thank you to all our listeners. This is our fourth episode, so feel really proud. We've shown yeah. consistency. Shout out to and you we'll, guys for listening. Thank you, and we appreciate all the love that you show us. And the fifth episode hopefully will come out soon as well for you guys. We'll record very soon. So Thanks so much. From your what was that today? You were the shit. What were you? I was you spinach. You were spinach, and I was and cauliflower. Th- this was what's your flavor. <laughs> Thank you.